today we're going to discuss validation and what that means. A lot of people may be in the same position that I've been in, where I believe validating someone's uh, emotions or what they're telling me was pretty much just showing the reaction and kind of letting them know that you're listening by giving subtle cues, if not responding with actual words. And that could be the issue with uh, the way we interact with people, whether it's relationships, uh, talking to your children, talking to friends and coworkers. Um, being able to validate is a skill that I don't think we teach enough of. And it's a very vital thing that can help you engage people to the point where they don't feel you're disregarding their emotions or what they're trying to say because people want to be validated and people want to be heard. And that's kind of one of the things that we're going to discuss and how we can go about that process together. All right. So let's dive into understanding validation and we're going to go to the old reliable Webster dictionary for that. Uh, so if you don't know what it means to validate or provide validation, Webster dictionary has several different definitions of it and they can kind of lead you astray if you're actually looking for an analytical approach. All right. So we're going to go with the, the one that kind of uh, touch base with communicating. Uh, so this one is to recognize, establish, or illustrate the worthiness or legitimacy of, and it gives an example, validate his concern. So let's just say your partner comes home from work. He or she is, you know, you see a look on their face, you kind of know there, there's something going on. So you just approach them and ask them, how was everything? How was uh, work today? Um, he goes into, he or she goes into explaining, you know, Bill was pretty rough today. Uh, you know, sometimes it can be very hard to work for him because today he just came in and it was just nonstop. Um, do this, don't do that. Uh, all this correcting that's been going on. And it's kind of put everybody on edge because, you know, nobody knows what's going on. And he is just not himself today. Uh, so he kind of made me feel like this was not a good environment to be in, you know, and I love my job and you know that. So it's just been real tough. Now you hear this and maybe you want to just go right in there and, and offer um, a response, right? So this is where validation come in. So if you're a reactive listener, right, you're, you're waiting for them to finish what they say, and then you, you, you just fill, it, fill in with something that shows that you heard what, what was said, right? So reactive listening could sound something like this. Oh, that sounds terrible. Or you, you might repeat kind of verbatim back what they said, or you might not just say anything, you know, because you, you don't know what to say. But uh, the difference between reactive listening and validating is, is pretty much your approach. Because if you're going to validate them so that they know that you're listening, you're going to take a different approach where you're going to tell them, hey, you know what? Gosh, that just sounds awful. Uh, do you even know why he was upset in, in treating you guys like that? Now, that's going to engage that person that you're talking to, right? 
They just made the statement because now they're going to want to share more because you actually validated what they were talking about. You let them know, okay, we want to have a conversation now about what actually transpired. So now you're going to let the, 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 the person talking continue on because now you allowed them to understand that this is a two-way conversation, all right, versus just being dismissive. Oh, that was, wow, that, that was tough. And you, you, in the manner in which you speak, you kind of just let them know uh, you, you're truly not interested in, in your approach, right? So that's why validation is really a, a huge, huge factor in allowing somebody to understand that you're involved. You're, you're showing sympathy and empathy, right? You're, you're taking it on. You, you're, 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 you're showing them that you can understand what they're going through. And sometimes the key thing is you might not know how a person feels in a certain moment, but offering up that validation to let them know that you're listening, it can kind of create a safe space where now they feel like, yes, I can come talk to you. And this is something that I just, I had no knowledge of. I had no idea that I was doing this. I was waiting for, you know, a break in the conversation, right? And depending on what was said, I would go the approach of reactive listening, you know? Um, if it's one of those things where it's like, hey, do you want me to, like, chime in you want my opinion i mean are you just venting i mean you know kind of help me out with this conversation because i don't understand i don't know what you're trying to do at this point and sometimes you know when, when you take an approach like that it could go any way so what you want to do is take the validation approach where you're invested you want to make them feel like this is a safe space because the communication breakdown can just a lot of you know, if there's poor communication, whew, things can get heated really quick. And then a simple statement or a gesture or whatever it could be can go south in a hurry. And that's kind of what we want to avoid because we all made mistakes and we didn't know what we're doing when we're talking to someone. And then we just set them ablaze. And now uh, the fire is coming. Uh, some words get exchanged and it's like, you're not listening to me. Oh, whew, I thought I was. And that's the spot we want to avoid, right? That's why validation is huge. And I don't think a lot of people talk about it, you know? Um, let's go into this, right? I found that knowing how to validate can really get the best out of a conversation. When you're in a relationship, or even parenting, you, you know, the, whoever you're talking to, getting them to be vulnerable or express themselves in more details because, you know, you've talked to people sometimes. Hey, how's your day going? No, that's fine. That's it. You know, so cracking the code of how to get more out of someone, um, it could be very important. So what do you want to do? You want to show them, and sometimes it could be a... Uh, ladder of steps, right? Maybe it's days go by offering very little conversation, right? You're validating 
And as the days go on, now this person feels like, okay, well, you know what, Brandon? It was a very terrible day today. I just, everything was on fire. You know, I just couldn't put out the fires as quick. And it can take days, right? So in those moments where you're putting that time and effort in, just know it might not look like much, but it pays off in the long run understanding, empathize with them, show that you're actively listening and you understand where they're coming from. Because sometimes you don't even have to agree, right? So let's just say you're in a fight. Oh my, you never take the trash out on trash day and then it becomes a mess on the following week when it's time to take the trash out and now everything's overflowing and there's stuff in the streets. In that situation, how do you approach that? Do you make excuses because some people don't like it when you make excuses or, or even say that. So you want to avoid uh, that approach. Do you say, well, you know what? I'm not the only person here. If I forget it so much, you know, can, can you either remind me or take it out yourself? You know, because I'm sorry, I wake up, I got stuff to do, or I come in late, I'm tired. Well, one of the approaches that could be helpful is simple. Oh, well, you know what? I, 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 yeah, I have been failing to take the trash out. So how about I create uh, a little a reminder in my phone, or it could be a calendar. I mean, you have a calendar, you, you walk past it uh, in the kitchen or on the way out the door, I don't know, whatever works for you, you, you know, something to remind you, you, you do it. And now that person see, oh, I, I could actually talk to him or her about this issue, and this is what I get, a result, right? They let me know that they understood what I was doing or how I was feeling by acknowledging the issue. And not only did the issue get acknowledged, a solution was given in such a way that it didn't come off as problematic. Because that's what you want to avoid. Because with coming this skill comes the way to respond. And by respond, I mean how do you go about telling that person, that person, or giving that person um, feedback, right? You're telling them. And sometimes you want to, depending on what the issue is, you, sometimes constructive criticism can, can ruin things too. So... Being able to communicate after you understand what that person is saying is very important. So offering unsolicited advice, it's hard to do. Person comes in, they're talking to you. <laughs> and, you know, are they venting? Are they looking for solutions? This is where we end up with it. We want to know. We want to be able to communicate and be on your level so that we are able to talk. And with that goes, how do I not give unsolicited advice or give solicited advice based on uh, the circumstances, right? And th this is very important, very important, because uh, you don't want to come off as, uh, I guess in some, depending on what it is, it can be taken as you're being controlling. Uh, you can come off as, well, you're definitely 
uh, telling me what to do, and I didn't ask for that, or um, you, you know, you know how these things goes, and when you're talking to somebody, so finding a way to segue into advice if that's what the person is looking for. So, hey, what happened today? Man, I'm so irritated. Uh, checking account was overdrawn. You know, uh, I had a bill on auto pay and I didn't realize we used so much electricity. And now they we got charged a $35 fee uh, for overdraft. Wrong way to handle the situation, right? When, when somebody's expressing something like that. Well, you should have managed your money correctly. Whew. That's some unsolicited advice that could get you in trouble. And that's what we want to avoid. All right, so in this situation, you're the, you're the person listening and you hear this and what you want to do, oh, I'm kind of wondering if there's anything you could do to kind of get that money back for the fee. And, and I'm just curious what the bank's going to do if, if you ask. Do you think about that? Well, what just happened is you put it into the talker's hand, right? The next step. And you did it in such a way that it doesn't come off as you trying to put them down or make them do something. You just made them think. And then they're in the ideal situation, their response is, huh, you know what? Maybe I can call the bank and see if they can do this. It's not like we do this all the time. I mean, I know things, times have been tough, you know, our income has just been going to bills and uh, a few little things here and there, but overall, I mean, we, I mean, we're doing the best that we can. So let me call the bank. What just transpired is you segue into a solution without being overbearing. Now the person feels like they came up with a great idea and you let it be their idea because all you did was offer up a question. And in that question, the talker was able to understand that there is a way to get their need met and not kind of be upset about it. So that could be a good thing. So these things go hand in hand. Understanding what validation is, offering advice because you're in a conversation. We want to avoid making the speaker feel like they're not being heard because we all go through a lot of things and we don't understand what another person is going through. So putting yourself in their shoes can help decrease the bad communications or the fights when talking to someone. Because you're showing that you care, you understand. And you go in that conversation understanding that you might not get it. You might not agree with their stance, depending on what it is, but you're willing to listen. What does this mean for you? Practicing this with your children, your partner, friends, family, will give you a more helpful sense of talking to people because it takes practice. You might not know the person on the subway or on the plane, but when they start talking and you're having that conversation, you're being a better place to kind of understand what, what, they're, what they're trying to say and understand where they're going with the conversation because you don't want to upset somebody by 
uh, being overbearing, giving unsolicited advice, or even um, make somebody feel like you're disengaged because let's be real, that's, that happens in conversation. So what does that mean? How can you show that you're disengaged in the conversation? Well, I don't know. Let's just say uh, this has happened. We all been through it. <laughs> you're, I don't know, you're cutting the grass. And while cutting the grass, you run over rock. The rock then flies over into the neighbor's yard. You hear, you hear a noise. You don't know what happened. And you're kind of probably, I don't know, freaking out. Right, so you go in the house. Maybe your partner's sitting there on the couch. Maybe it's your friend, whoever's there, and you're like explaining it to them. And well, you're explaining this, and they're kind of sitting on their phone. And all they say is, "Oh, what a drag," and that's it. Seems disengaged. Doesn't seem like they care. That was it. So when you get in those situations where you're expressing something to someone, or somebody is expressing something something to you. Being engaged is very important, right? When somebody's talking, put the phone down. I know it's hard to do for some. Put the phone down. Give that person your attention because we want to have a positive interaction that doesn't add to whatever the issue is because now you have to worry about a rock cracking a window or breaking something, and in that same moment, now you feel like, hey, you don't even care. I mean, this, this could cost us money. And you're telling me you don't even care about your, uh, your posturing. You know, your body language is just uh, you need to be somewhere else. And that's what you want to avoid. So when that person's talking, give them your attention. Don't be disengaged. Don't get them to a place where if they come to you, and this is the sort of stuff that they're met with over and over again, this is going to lead to more problems because that person is now going to get to a place where they're going to shut down. They're not going to feel like they want to sit there and talk to you about an issue. It could be small. It could be huge. The point is communication can be very tricky, but showing respect and showing that you care is something that's going to make it a whole lot easier for you to be able to talk to them someone is going to make it a whole lot easier to keep that person wanting to talk to you because we don't want to get to a place where the other person does not want to talk and we all know what happens when we get to that stage right relationships in friendships break up people don't see your value and they 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 feel like you know you don't care so validation is a skill and it takes practice but the biggest fundamental is showing the person that's talking you care and that's how you validate it's the way you approach the situation
So I truly hope that this episode helps you. I'm going to get better at um, doing these episodes because I know the first episode went out about a month ago and we're on episode two. So there's been some problems with uh, getting some of my sites to kind of link up so that things can upload and uh, to multiple platforms so that there's no issues. Uh, so I kind of got a little bit discouraged. So uh, I'm going to get back at it. I'm going to put the work in so we can grow together and maybe I can continue to share some knowledge for you. A wise kid once said, the grass is green, the sky is blue. Daddy, I love you.